Heyo, what's going on everyone? Today I want to start out by talking about coffee. Coffee? What? Yeah, coffee. Let's roll it. I left my 9 to 5 to pursue the business and the lifestyle that I want. This is the journey of the pursuit to live life on my own terms. Join me as I share lessons that I learn along the way and interview some of the best minds in business. Let's go. Thank you again for joining me. Um, so yeah, like I said in the intro, I want to tell you a little story about coffee. <laughs> um, so okay, I'm a little bit of an anomaly, I feel like, because I hope I said that word right. Anomaly? Yeah, that sounds right. Anomaly. Um, I didn't really drink coffee up until age, I don't know, 22, 21, somewhere around there. Um, and I still don't really drink it regularly now. I, um, I really only drink it when I need it, when I need a little energy. Um, so I would say on average, I only drink one cup of coffee a week, maybe. Um, anyways, so the way that I got into coffee was I used to work at a bank and I was so bored and you know, I would get that little lunchtime lull where I would eat a bunch of food and get really sleepy at my desk. So I was like, okay, I can't be, I can't be snoozing off here. I really need, you know, something's got to give. And so I was like, all right, let's, let's try coffee. Let's just see how it goes. And I tried it and I actually really liked the taste of it black. Uh, surprisingly, a lot of people, when they start drinking coffee, they start drinking, you know, with cream and, and sugar. I actually preferred it black. Um, I think that's because I drink a decent amount of black tea. I do like black tea, and I think those flavors are somewhat similar. Anyways, I don't, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> um, so I start drinking coffee, and I start learning more and more about coffee. Um, and I start researching it. What are the best ways to brew it? Where are the best beans from? What are the best ways to grind your beans? What's the best equipment? Um, you know, things like that. I just kept researching it more and more and more. And I found out that, um, you know, I forgot what they're called, but it's like a funnel thing where you put the filter and you grind up your coffee, uh, beans and then you pour, pour it in the filter, which goes into the funnel thing and you pour hot water <laughs> through, through the funnel and then it drips down into your cup. It's like a funnel cup on top of your mug <laughs> oh man it's been a while i don't know the technical terms for these but i found out that that is uh the pour over method is the supposedly the best way and it gets the most pure flavor and so i was like i was like okay i'm gonna try it out i'm gonna buy all these things i bought the funnel i bought the the filter paper i bought um i found out that the best way to grind your beans is with a burr grinder and not with a blender grinder because the burr grinder gives you a much more uniform grind. Then what I learned also is when you do the pour over method, you got to pour your boiling water through the beans just to cover them, your grinded beans obviously, and then let the water flow through and let the stop pouring and let the bubbles pop. You got to let the gases escape. This will all make sense in a second, I promise. Um, <laughs> this, this will tie back into a business sense, I swear. Um, 
Okay, so you gotta let it bloom. That's what it's called. You let the beans bloom, you let the gases escape, and then you continue pouring, okay? And so I started uh, asking some of my friends about coffee and like how they drink it and stuff like that because I was I was excited to be in the coffee game, you know what I mean? And I found out that all of my friends were like, yeah, I don't know, I just turn on the curing and out comes coffee and that's pretty much it. I was like, what do you mean? You don't you don't know about the pour over method? Pour what? No, I just I put it in the Keurig and I get coffee. That's it. I press a button on the machine at work and I get coffee. That's it. Um, I go to my Mr. Coffee machine and I do coffee and that's it. I put in the beans or whatever. And I was like, well, how do you grind them? Do you do you use a burr grinder or a blender grinder? And they looked at me like I had freaking five eyes. They were like dude, I don't know. I just get the coffee beans and I put it in the filter and I put water in it and I get coffee. Leave me alone. And (laughs) so I started to realize like, man, whenever I do something, I go really deep. Like I don't just stop. I don't just dabble. And like I go really, really deep. I do a lot of research and I started noticing that I would do the same exact thing with other things like for example i started to make homemade pizzas and so i started researching how to make the best dough what's the ratio of uh flour to water to salt to yeast what is the best cheese to use how do you make the best sauce (laughs) oh my god i sound like such a weirdo but i i've done this stuff with almost everything that i have gotten interested in throughout my life and it was the same way with video. Um, I just started doing video and I said, hey, I wonder how you do this. What's the best way to do this transition? How do you, you know, what's the best way to get this color effect? And I started going down further and further and further and further down that rabbit hole. And that is exactly how um, I was able to make it into a business. And so the point I'm trying to make is um, one of the best things you can do is to scratch your itch. And when you have an itch, don't just dabble. Because if I would have dabbled in video making, I never would have gotten you know, good enough and to the point where I am now where I'm able to sustain my life from the money I make from it. Um, and you know, I think scratching your itch and doing your research, not dabbling, he- uh, diving head first into something is the best way to um, potentially turn it into something more than a hobby, but also to sift out things that you might not be interested in. Um, you know, I would, I have gone, I've researched and tried a lot of things that I didn't like. And I knew after I did it for a while, I said, yeah, that's not for me. I'm going to move on to the next thing. And I think that's so important. And, um, you know, I thought that was normal. (laughs) I thought Uh, that people go really deep and research really deep into everything that they do. It wasn't until kind of recently that I noticed that not everyone does that. Actually, a very small percentage of people do do that. They just kind of dabble and say, yep, that's good enough. I'm just going to move on. You know, this is fine. But I really love um, doing things. uh, How do I explain this? I love going deep. 
and researching and doing things quote unquote the right way until I obviously figure out how to do it my way and then adapt uh, from there. But um, I really love actually doing something rather than just dabbling and testing it. Um, and it was the same kind of way. I, I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole of, of giving you 500 examples, but I started noticing that I had this trait where I wanted to research and research and do things, um, dive head first into hobbies and into different things rather than just dabbling and saying, okay, that's good enough. And that's been a really important skill for me. Um, like I said, with the video, with my marketing stuff, how to get clients, you know, if I would have just, just dabbled in certain things, I may not have gotten as many projects and clients that I ended up getting. Um, but instead I went really deep. I did a lot of research and I tried a ton, a ton of different things to get prospects and leads. And so I think this this trait of scratching your itch and diving headfirst into something can be super, super, super important and it has been important throughout my life. So um, I hope someone else out there can connect with it, with that those stories and those experiences. And um, you know, next time you have an itch to maybe try a hobby or try a business or try whatever, I encourage you to, uh, okay guys, my, my camera stopped recording there. Um, I'm just going to finish it without the camera. Screw it. Um, where was I? Uh, if you have an itch to try something new, try a new hobby, try a new business, whatever, I, I would encourage you to don't just dabble. I would strongly encourage you to dive head first, do a lot of research, do it quote unquote the right way. Once you have a good grasp on how it works, then obviously do it your own way and adapt from there. But um, do your research, dive head first, don't just dabble and test it because you're not going to get the full experience. You're not going to actually see what it's like to run that business or do that new hobby or whatever. And um, yeah, so that's all I got. I'm hey guys, after I recorded this episode, I actually thought of some other benefits of you know fully scratching your itch that I wanted to add on to. So um, one of the things that I thought about after I recorded was, you know, another benefit of going diving into something headfirst and and doing a ton of research and and really really going in, not just dabbling, is you learn to be okay with failure. Um, so many times I've been just ready to fail. And it's because of that mentality, I've learned so much faster. I'm not scared to dive into new things. I, I expect to be bad at them at first. Um, and that's why I feel like I'm so, um, what's the word? I, I feel like I'm very, I'm, I'm good at a lot of different things because of that, because um, I'm ready to dive in head first. And because I'm okay with failing at first, then that just makes me learn so much faster. I fail and then that motivates me to learn even faster and learn even more. And so um, that's definitely a huge benefit to diving head first and not just dabbling. Another thing I thought about was um, you never know when you're going to fall in love with something. You know, they say in life, uh, love comes when you least expect it. And the same is true with hobbies and, and business and stuff like that. You never know when you're trying a new hobby, you could just be trying it just 
as a side thing and just for fun. But you never know where it's going to lead. Um, and it could potentially turn into much more than just a hobby. You, it could turn into your business. It could turn into your entire life if you love it. And um, you could find yourself to you know start falling in love with this new thing that you're trying. But the only way you're going to get there is if you do a ton of research and you actually do the thing and you do it, you know, well and, and the right way. You do your research. You don't just dabble. You don't just dip your toes in the water and say, yeah, that's good. Um, so those two things I think is huge. And I really wanted to add those things after I recorded this. So um, I hope that completes this episode a little bit more. And oh, man, excuse me. Hope you got a, something out of this. Till next time, guys. Thank you so much again for joining me. Peace.